Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, friends. I'm Crystal Laurie, your host. Happy to welcome you back to Bucket List Careers after a short end of summer podcast break. I will share with you, I had an amazing mother-daughter trip abroad with my oldest and enjoyed some quality beach time with family in West Hampton Beach, New York. That's my ultimate happy place. And I was able to take that space for myself and loved ones to close out the summer of 22 on my terms. So why am I telling you this? Because I'm really grateful for all of it and firmly believe in the ability to carve out quality togetherness breaks in this frenetic technology-centric life most of us are leading. I think setting boundaries really helps protect your time and energy to focus on what's most important. I hope you were also able to take some time too. So we decided to come back from our break with another solo episode here. These occur every so often, and they're essentially my takeaways, what I've learned from recent guests. There's not necessarily a formula per se on when they'll pop up. So just keep listening and following our community on social so you don't miss it. Speaking of which, I will say... It's very nice to be missed. Thank you to those who reached out telling me that those couple of Thursdays were not the same for you guys. Your Thursday morning bucket list career listening rituals were not the same. So thank you for saying so. We do love loyal listeners like you and we love to hear from you. I also wanted to take a moment in this solo episode to shout out my producing editing team. That's Ironic Media. They also do a lot of podcast coaching if you want to check them out. And my awesome social media manager, Mia Tomasello. You all do such a great job. Well, our mission remains the same, to bring you informative career pivot conversations in a snack-sized 20-minute podcast format, always including actionable takeaways while digging into these dream gig journeys. But more and more, I see the value and the necessity of the interview pause here to highlight the strongest nuggets of pivot wisdom, where I speak to you directly. The timeliness of doing this one now, I think, is related to the change in season as we head into fall, back to school, back from summer breaks slash vacation mode, and returning to a rhythm. This summer was filled with what experts have termed revenge travel. I don't know if you've heard that. Pent up demand for travel from Americans who suffered through two years of COVID lockdowns. So a lot of us were away. And perhaps taking a mental break from advancing professional goals and dreams. And this time of year may feel like back to quote unquote reality for you as well. And that may not be positive if you're interested in career change because you're dissatisfied. But I think it's useful to recognize the renewal of this time of year. There's a freshness in the crisp fall air, possibility, opportunity, blank slate in front of us type of vibe. And what does that mean for your goals? If you take a moment to think about it, do you feel motivated by the renewal energy of this time of year? When motivation strikes, it can be super influential, right? But here's an important question I've been pondering. Should we allow ourselves to rely on seasonal or periodic motivation? I have been noticing a theme on social media from coaches, from fitness to life coaching pros saying motivation comes and goes, but what's most powerful is discipline. If you want to spark your change, job reinvention or relaunch effectively, You know you've felt motivation come and go. Perhaps you're less motivated at a certain time of year. But if you build a disciplined approach, a consistent routine for action into your week, into your day, you're not beholden to a lack of motivation. You're simply taking steps every day toward the desired end of better alignment 
with your professional purpose. There are four months left until the new year. Your career trajectory can change now if you dedicate this time to you, your goals, and your future self. I can tell you from my end what we're accomplishing in the short term as a show and a community and what we're doing to level up. I'm taking this renewal moment the last quarter of the year to consider and possibly tinker with my next steps, action items for growing the show, evolving the content to a place where I'm reaching more of you. It may be in-person interviews coming soon, which we will put on YouTube, the first ever batch of Bucket List Careers merchandise for sale on our website, also on my list, and certainly more newsletter activity. Those are my action items. So now I'll turn the question your way. What are you doing to create the platform for a reinvention, whether early in your professional journey or mid-career, a new business venture perhaps, or a return to work? And here's my big question for this episode. Do you have SMART goals? I mean the acronym SMART. One of my favorite career change voices out there is former corporate consultant turned entrepreneur Anna Runyon. Her handle is at Classy Career Girl on social media. She coaches on how to find a job or business that supports the life and flexibility you truly want, because that's exactly what she did. She quit a corporate career to transform what started as a blog into a profitable coaching business. And now Anna helps thousands of women annually. She's very fulfilled in what she does. And she's a proponent of the SMART Goals Framework, as am I. If you're not already familiar with it, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound Goals. SMART goals meet all five of these criteria and as a result are strategic, focused, and actionable. So why are they effective? Why do they matter? In essence, SMART goals can help you gain clarity on your objective and ensure that you do what's needed to achieve your goals. My guests have often told me they have overlapped time between the job they're trying to leave and the dream gig they're working to create using this, this SMART goals template. And here's an example of how the framework could help an aspiring entrepreneur pivoting to start a business that allows for more flexibility. So again, with the acronym, we start with specific. So instead of just saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, you would say, I will start an online business. And for the purposes here, we'll go with an online drop shipping business, which allows you to sell items that you do not have to buy inventory for upfront. Second in the framework, measurable. Identify what success is. So you'd say, I will work on my business for one hour each day. And the goal is to land my first sale within two weeks. Third, think about being achievable. I've watched some videos. I've done some research on dropshipping. And I know that I can use Shopify to start a business quickly. Make sure your goal is within reach. Next, be relevant. Ensure your goal aligns with your overarching desires. Why are you making this change? I want to quit my job, let's say work from home and be my own boss. Here is your why. And the last in the SMART acronym is time bound. I will begin on Saturday and land my first sale within two weeks. You're setting a deadline and creating a schedule. So once you've hit each SMART goal benchmark, you should end up with an actionable goal summary. I will start a drop shipping business with Shopify on Saturday. I will spend one hour on this business each day and work to land my first sale within two weeks. In order to find success, you first have to define what that looks like for you. Many great achievements begin as far off goals and dreams that seem impossible until done. Though you may not absolutely need a goal to succeed, 
The research out there still shows that those who set goals are 10 times more successful than those who don't. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had guests on this show highly successful and happy, fulfilled with the changes in their lives that favored the dive in first before dipping your toe approach. It's really about your personality and what strategy is in alignment with you. When you go swimming, how do you enter the water? Is it a cannonball right into the deep end or maybe gradual steps into the water? Thinking about how we would act in this situation can translate directly to how entrepreneurs see themselves in the startup phase of a business idea. The pros of diving right in are largely centered on the forward progress and momentum that comes with tackling your idea head on. Being able to focus solely on it can create movement quickly. Actually, according to the Startup Genome Project, founders that don't work full-time on a startup have four times less user growth and end up raising 24 times less money from investors. Putting all your efforts into your startup gives you a strong chance for success. But there are cons, of course, of diving in and pushing forward quickly. That revolves around the high risk of sacrificing financial security. Banking on success for your startup idea calls for channeling all of your time and resources to the project, which may take away sources of income. If diving in seems too scary for you, dipping your toe in might be the better option. Planning for a startup is a slower process, but allows you to save for the impending launch plan for financial security and secure investors if you're going that route before your idea takes off running. So if you're a planner and you prefer to spend time forecasting, goal setting, and thinking through all the aspects, then of course, a slower start is ideal for you. I hope you gained something from this solo episode. I do like doing them for you. You know, we strive to bring the entertaining career pivot stories that we do each week, drawing from all different kinds of industries. We try to break it up as well. But one thing I'm also staying committed to is featuring as many career change and life coaches as we can so that we can offer more insights and actionable takeaways for you. So you're learning while you're having fun listening to these cool gigs. Helping you build your runway to professional purpose and turning passion, whether it's already a side hustle or not, turning something that really lights you up to profit. Thank you for listening, my friends. This is Bucket List Careers. Once again, I'm Crystal Laurie. We'll be back with a new guest next Thursday. As always, be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New 
new episodes of Fly on the Wallin drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallin wherever you get your podcasts.